Good morning, and we welcome back to the program Dr. Andrew Jackson, the superintendent of the Sunman Dearborn Community School Corporation. Good morning to you, Dr. Jackson. Uh, good morning, Tom. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's great to have you as always. And, of course, the uh, Sunman Dearborn uh, School Board uh, meeting last night. And uh, one thing that uh, stuck out is the um, action on the North Dearborn Community Park uh, Memorandum of Understanding. And uh, can you kind of walk us through that, please? Absolutely. So we've had a, a group of uh, local residents request that the board consider uh, the vacant property uh, where the uh, former North Dearborn Elementary School sat um, to allow a community group, they're calling themselves, themselves the North Dearborn Community Park, uh, to start fundraising to uh, build a small park in that area for the public. And so over the last, that, that original request probably came about a year ago, but there were some other things the board wanted to deal with, particularly the demolition of that um, building and get through that. And we also had our own agricultural group talk about maybe some future programming on that space as well. So we kind of sorted through that. And what we determined is that we're going to set aside about seven and a half acres of that property uh, for the North Dearborn Community Park to develop into a park. So last evening at the board meeting, the board uh, approved uh, an MOU that would lease the land to the North uh, North Dearborn Community Park group uh, at zero cost for 20 years, and they would have about two and a half years to kind of fundraise and develop that park. Um, and so they needed something that showed they had a long-term commitment from the board. So when they go out and, you know, talk to benefactors and try to raise money, they need something that shows the benefactors that they have a long-term lease for that property. You know, benefactors don't want to give money towards a, a playground equipment to find out it could be, you know, removed in two years if, if we decided, you know, use the land, et cetera. So that's what they were looking for was a long-term commitment, which we gave them that. And we believe that there's space for this park and in the possible future programming, the board may decide to use the land for as well. So Brenda Wheat was there. She's really been the spearhead and, and a few other of her um, neighbors have been talking about that. So. Uh, our board signed the MOU, and Brenda signed the MOU, and they're going to go out and start um, doing some fundraising and grant writing, et cetera, to hopefully provide a small park for the community. They're looking at, like, a playground to start off with. That's the first phase of some sort of playground, maybe a walking trail and something small. So we're going to start with that and see if that can build into a, an area the community can use. And, again, you mentioned the uh, space for the uh uh, agriculture program. So uh, as far as uh, the uh, acreage is concerned, uh, so seven and a half acres for the park. And uh, in total, uh, how much uh, acres are we talking about on the uh, the former North Dearborn uh, school property? The total space is around 24 acres of that, of that uh, facility. And that doesn't include the Trojan Youth Football, where there's the old football field um, off to the side where they're using so the 24 acres doesn't include that piece of it. So that's additional. Plus, um, so, you know, they're going to have around seven and a half for the park, and there's going to be another 17 or so uh, set aside for future programming. There is an another football field, a practice field that Trojan use, use at times. Um, so they're going to continue to use that for the time being. And, and, you know, any future programming would be several years away. Um, but the board just didn't want to commit to something and then come back in a few years and want to basically use the land again. So that's why they kind of section it off in this manner. Okay. So, again, uh, folks around the school corporation can expect to uh, hear of fundraising efforts uh, on the 
as far as the uh, community park is concerned, uh, based on uh, the board's action last night. Correct, yes. Okay, all right. And then, uh, of course, uh, another thing that's been going on, Dr. Jackson, is the, uh, the building project, and uh, where do things stand there? So we've had a really busy summer. Uh, each of our three elementary schools had conservable work done inside. Um, you know, we have a lot of new carpet going in. Uh, Bright Elementary had kind of the remainder of their school and Summon Elementary with new flooring, which pretty much finishes off those two elementary schools. Uh, Bright had some additional paint as well and a few items like that. So uh, both those schools will be ready. North Dearborn had the majority of the work this summer because Bright and Summon had most of the work being done in the past, and now we're moving to North Dearborn to finish that school up. And all three of our elementaries are getting all new finishes on the inside flooring, you know, uh, wall covering paint, et cetera. So we're doing finishing that up, and all three elementaries are pretty much wrapped up, and they'll, they'll obviously be ready for the start of the school year. Uh, the high school has some uh, business suite offices that are being redone, and those are on schedule. Uh, the middle school is what's getting the most uh, work done, and that's been throughout the project um, in terms of the renovation. So as I've said before on, on other uh, pods with you, it's kind of an extreme makeover for our middle school where we're, we're ripping out all the mechanical systems, all new boilers, all new air handlers, all new ductwork, ceiling lights, paint, flooring, uh, office expansion, kitchen expansion, just a lot of work going on in there, redoing locker rooms, et cetera. So this summer we um, finished up the expansion of the uh, front office, and so that will be wrapped up. Uh, We are using the entire summer to do that work. So all the academic space on the first floor got all new carpeting uh, and new paint, new lockers, and that's all being wrapped up as they kind of, you know, work their way out of the building towards the entrance. And then the um, front office expansion is being wrapped up as well. The schedule we put together back in February showed that we would be using absolutely every day of summer. I mean, literally the day the teachers were working, the last day of the school year when the teachers were upstairs working, we actually were starting some demolition work. And we are working all the way up to uh, July 29th. So it's on schedule. Um, We'll have a a cleaning crew coming in the 27th, 28th, and 29th of July to go through and clean up the school and have it ready for our teachers and staff on August 1st and our students on August 3rd. Uh, Because of book days and registration and things like that, our administrative assistants return on Monday and our elementary and middle school principal uh, return on Monday as well. So for the middle school, we're going to have a temporary office area set up in the high school, just like we did uh, at the beginning of the summer. Uh, so that's where registration will be for students um, because we need every day of the summer to get everything ready, particularly the cleaning piece. We want to make sure it's very well clean and sanitized before we allow people back in the building. So it, that's all on schedule. The cleaning still set for the last week of summer, and we will be ready. And we've put a lot of pictures out there on Facebook, and you can see the progress. So we're excited to be able to bring those students back. Uh, the one hiccup we had was an air handler unit that, is being replaced is not uh, is not going to arrive on time. So we have actually rented a temporary one that will be set behind the building, outside, and be ducted into the into the school for uh, a couple months to allow for us to have air conditioning and ventilation, et cetera. And then while that's happening, the new one will arrive and it will be ready and set up on the inside while we're using the temporary one on the outside. 
and then we'll transition that over sometime. Probably we're looking probably around fall break to do that. But we just got to figure out a, a time to do that. And there's there's a few variables out there that we have to work through. So um, we'll be ready. We'll be on time. We'll have in-person learning um, on August third with our students and. They will, our parents, um, when they come in for open house, when we have open house, and our staff and students will certainly notice a difference in that building uh, compared to a couple of years ago. And uh, one thing uh, you mentioned, uh, of course, the social media, and uh, one thing that jumped out to me recently was the uh, wheelchair accessibility upgrades at the uh, North Dearborn Playground. Yeah, we're, we are very excited about that. So um, one of our our moderate preschool, um, our special ed preschool is at North Dearborn, and we're trying to provide more accessible playground equipment. So uh, that is being installed uh, over the summer. It, it'll have more um, accessible equipment for students that um, need additional support. So we're excited to have that there. And of course, you know, I did not mention the pool. That's that's the one area that everyone notices at the high school. And so our natatorium will be ready at the end of August, we are finishing up. I mean, there's a lot of detail work in something like that. So the pool is actually full of water. The, the pumps and filters are running and working to get that ready. And we're just finishing up some light fixtures and cleaning and, and terrazzo and things like that that have to happen. And then beginning today and uh, into next week, uh, the uh, asphalt on the north side of the pool, all that sidewalk has been done and fixed up, and then the asphalt's going to be lay down for that parking lot because that's been closed all summer as well. So the campus, the middle school elementary or the middle school, high school campus area there uh, will be uh, buttoned up and ready uh, to allow people to start using that parking lot again. And that whole backside of that high school, the athletic side of that high school, we have the new turf on the softball and baseball and that natatorium. It's all going to be connected with sidewalks, uh, LED lighting in the parking lot, additional parking. Um, so it's really, uh, really pretty much a master plan back there that we developed on that campus. The last piece of that is the middle school parking lot on the south side of the Natatorium and Tennis Course. That's our staging area, and that'll be finished uh, next summer uh, when we're done with this project and exiting in, in the summer and fall of 2023. That'll be finished up. So we'll have plenty of parking for the middle school and high school, and then that middle school parking can be used for overflow parking for high school we've separated middle school and high school traffic out the back which was important for our students and for safety and for better traffic control so it's all coming together tom but it's it's been a busy busy summer for sure indeed and with that we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a quick time out we'll continue our conversation with sunman dearborn school superintendent dr andrew jackson right after this Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Sunman Dearborn School Superintendent, Dr. Andrew Jackson. And of course, Dr. Jackson, personnel and staffing, always a key component of uh, most school board meetings and last night, no exception. Yes, we finished up our staffing for the upcoming school year. Uh, We're happy to announce that we have every teaching position filled for this coming school year. 
we had a late resignation for a special ed teacher, uh, but we actually had someone um, that had filled in uh, for special ed at Bright Elementary, and so she's accepted that position. So that was the one, you know, you do get some late resignations, and I, I, people have probably seen the different news stories about, you know, 2,500 teaching openings across the state of Indiana. You know, we're, we're very pleased that here we are in mid-July and we have every teaching position filled for the upcoming school year. You know, as I've mentioned before, our strategic plan, it talks about trying to be the highest paid uh, staff in southeastern Indiana. And our starting salary for teachers this coming school year is $45,000, which is, is the highest in the area. And so that has made a difference for us with staffing where we've been able to staff up. Uh, we do have a couple support positions. Um, we, uh, we had a recent resignation from a nurse at Bright and a recent uh, a resignation from our speech teacher at Summit Elementary. So we're looking for one speech person, which we've actually interviewed someone, so we're finishing that piece up. And we have a few non-certified positions out there, a couple of instructional assistants. Uh, I think we have a custodian position open, things like that that we have to fill. But in terms of classroom teachers who are fully staffed for the upcoming school year and we're excited to, to welcome our new staff, and um, I'm very excited to get the school year started in just a few weeks. Yeah, and that's and you mentioned a key element because uh, you know we'd been reporting about the, across the state uh, that you know the teacher shortage, but uh, it sounds like at Sunman Dearborn and other uh, neighboring uh, school corporations around southeastern Indiana, that has not been a problem. No, I I am not aware in this area if it's it's a huge problem. Of course, special ed is always a concern. Um, but we're, we're very pleased that, uh, you know, we, we have no openings in that area as well as of today. Now, that could change, obviously, but we don't anticipate any additional openings at this point. So we're, we're excited that we're fully staffed. Here it is mid-July. We're fully staffed for our teachers for the upcoming school year. All right. And then, of course, um, with uh, special ed, uh, that's not only the teacher position, but I take it also the um, uh, classroom aides or uh, teaching assistants positions. Yes, uh, for the most part, yes, we're fully staffed. We have a, a couple of instructional assistants, uh, but off the top of my head, I'm not sure if that's general education or special education, but we, we have a few support positions out there, but I'm not sure, Tom, if they're, if they're in a special ed classroom or just a general education classroom. Okay, all right. And uh, anything else uh, before we uh, let you get back to it, Dr. Jackson? Uh, no, that, that pretty much wraps up the board meeting, and uh, we're we're – like I said, we've been very busy with programming and staffing and the building project, and we will be excited to welcome back our staff on August 1st. We have a nice day planned with a speaker, and I make some remarks, and we'll have a little bit of entertainment and a nice catered lunch for them, and, and we're looking forward to a great school year. Well, Dr. Andrew Jackson, superintendent of the Sunman Dearborn Community Schools Corporation, we appreciate your time this morning, as always. Stay well, and uh, we will uh, look forward to talking to you once uh, school starts. Sounds good, Tom. Thanks for having me on.